Is it better to intentionally become close friends before pursuing a relationship or to be direct and upfront about intentions from the beginning? This is probably one of the best questions I've ever seen. It is still not guaranteed that you're going to marry this person. And the more you invest, the more you're going to be heartbroken. It's Kate and JJ, and this is our Patreon exclusive Q and A episode. It's also our first ever live Heart of Dating episode. So right now we are recording this, and we can see everyone in the chat um, live. We may have some people, some brave souls, hop on live to ask their questions. Um, that would be cool. It would be cool. <laughs> it would also be funny if they said something funny and tried to get us to crack <gasps> mid recording. Oh my gosh, which That's does what I would happen. Be doing, right? It's so cool that we're doing this because we've never. I mean, like. You know, sometimes me and JJ paused, or sometimes I'm like, hey, I didn't like how you said that. Can you say that again? Sometimes Kate burps, you know. (laughs) Yeah, or vice versa, or Uh you fart, you know. So, (laughs) okay, that was just. All right, sorry. It's true and also not, you know, relevant. Okay. Well, if you are listening to this or watching this on YouTube and you are not a Patreon subscriber, we want to invite you to our epic Patreon community so you can get episodes like this each and every month. We actually just updated our tiers. Okay, for our Patreon subscribers, do you guys even know that we updated our tiers? Because we did. So now each month, the $5 tier, you guys get access to this live bonus episode or not live, but a bonus episode per month. Sometimes it's live. Hey. And we also have now that you can ask a question for me and JJ at the $10 tier, you can ask us a question and get a voice memo back for dating advice for us for $10 at the Patreon tier at, at $10. Wow. Okay. Hey, brain fog. Um, <laughs> at the third tier, you get an exclusive Zoom hang with us, discounts, all sorts of fun things. And then if you pay $100, we just added this. If you are a $100 subscriber on Patreon, you actually get a 30-minute coaching call with me and JJ. And we don't offer one-on-one coaching. This is now the one way that we are offering one-on-one coaching. So people ask us for it all the time. So here it is in Patreon. So now all of our subscribers here on Patreon who are watching us live, now you guys know this too. But if you want to join Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash heart of dating. Okay, babe. So, shall we get into the Q&A? Let's go. Now, we have some questions that our patrons sent in, and then we're going to use some of those. And then you guys in the chat here, um, we'd love if you want to ask a question in the chat or if you have the courage to call in live, like Dave Ramsey style, then um, we'd love for you to do that. So, you can do that anytime and we'll just like accept it. You know, hopefully, maybe, unless we want to decline you, you know, <laughs> and reject you, but we'll probably accept it. Um, so as we wait for that, let's start with the number one question that got asked this month, which is this. Is it better to intentionally become close friends before pursuing a relationship or to be direct and upfront about atten- intentions from the beginning? I'm not going to lie. This is probably one of the best questions I've ever seen. Yeah, this is a good question. This is whoever 
wrote this question should not have put anonymous as their as their name because <laughs> they need all the credit in the world for asking such a great question yeah like at some point we yeah. probably have all done this whether we maybe thought about it up front or not like intuitively we've done it or we've purposely have done it mm. and we are always saying especially as of lately from Tim Keller himself, that marriage is really friendship on fire and friendship is the best basis for a relationship. Right. Yeah. So, but let's jump into the question. Okay. So is it better to just intentionally build that friendship, uh, to build close friendship and then see where it goes romantically? Uh, or is it better to just say, Hey, I like you up front. I have intentions. I want to build a friendship and obviously a romantic connection and go forward. You guys know we're big on talking about one thing pretty consistently because it haunts all of us. That word is friendationships. Dun, dun, dun. And Do you want to define what that is? Totally. In case it's not clear enough, <laughs> a friendationship is when one or both people have feelings that's more than a friend for the other. Yeah. AKA your church crush. Yep. And you are there's some sort of flirty texting or emotional conversations happening on the regular, on the reg, but nothing is defined, you know? And so either one or both of you guys are confused and nothing is um, defined. What are you, why are you laughing? Because it's an on the reg. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Because I felt fun. <laughs> I'm trying to be young. You're trying okay? to be like a California Gen Z hey, surfer I'm boy? I'm 34 and pregnant and tired. And so I I'm trying my best to stay young and feel energized. Kate will okay? throw out these like Gen Z like <laughs> terms and you're just like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm like, All right. she's like, dude, that was so dope. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Mr. ADD squirrel. Okay. <laughs> so but no, but <laughs> when I read this question, I, another way, and I'm not shutting it down. I'm just saying in another way, you're almost saying, Hey, should I go into it? building a friendationship so that I can be close friends so that yeah. I can ask her out one day or should I just ask her out for me it feels like you want to ask her out and this is trying to find the best way to do it mm. that's effective and is going to get you a yes yeah so I love that you care that much uh to get your yes but um I don't know. I'm just like at a point where it's like if you like her and you want to be more than friends with her, then you need to ask her out. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be more than friends, I, if you genuinely want to build friendship and you genuinely kind of want to see where it goes after that, I think that's okay. But it, when you feel like your heart and your mind is idolizing her, you have a crush on her you know, friendship with her is off the table because you're just so distracted with your fantasy daydreaming, romanticizing of them, then yeah, you need to ask them out. Yeah, it's a good thought in theory. And maybe this person's also asking this question because the way we define dating in the dating phase before relationships is a time to go on dates and ultimately build friendship with a person. Now, there's a romantic element in some kind in the dating phase so if we've been unclear about that we should clarify in the dating phase you're not just hanging out as friends you're building a friendship you're trying to build some kind of friendship especially if there was none before like there's a brand new person you've never met um, but you there are there's an intentionality there's some romantic elements to it not like you know getting them 24 roses and um, writing them a love song but there's some element of um, romantic intentionality 
intentionality and pursue intentionality while also, hey, I'm not here to just size them up for marriage. I'm here to see if I can actually build and create a friendship with this person. So all that being said, I completely agree with JJ. I think that it's better to in the beginning, just if you know you're interested in them potentially as more than a friend or just as a person, you're curious to get to know more, I would go ahead and ask them out and build that friendship in the dating phase versus building a friendship and then trying to convert that friendship into a relationship. Which yeah. that I feel like that's totally overlooked, right? Focus on building friendship. Like I can't say when you and I were dating in the first three months, mm. uh, I was really trying to build friendship. Now I was trying mm. to build relationship and connection, Yeah, but I would never have maybe called it trying to build friendship. And yeah. I think that would have been a great thing to ground ourselves in. Yeah. And I will say we had a long distance relationship, so that made it harder. I think it's harder in ways to build a friendship um, when you're not in real time. Yes. And not saying it's impossible, but right. when you first meet online or we met through a setup, didn't know each other, it's going to be a little bit harder to build some of those friendship connections long distance because when you do see each other, it's like all the feels and exciting and it's for like three or four days at a time. Right. And you're not getting to do life and regular things together. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how about yeah. you, but I feel like the idea of building friendship within dating removes pressure. Mm an expectation for it to be a Disney romance, you know, movie. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it actually just, oh, okay. I'm just trying to build friendship and see where it goes from there. Yeah. With like a romantic lens. I feel like that just removes tons of pressure for both parties. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Truth be told, I am a sense girl through and through. I have gone through so many candles. JJ has looked at our monthly budget multiple times and gasped at the amount I have spent. Okay, true story. But you guys, I found the greatest option for those of you who love your homes to smell good, but also want a more earth-friendly option without giving up beautiful, high-quality fragrance. It's called Notes Candles. Did you know the candle industry has a major problem? Almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year, and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Can you believe that? 1 million years. Insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again so you don't become part of the problem. It is so easy to use, you guys. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads. All you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar, fill it up with the wax beads, and then enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. And then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one. My personal favorite fragrance is the Santal and Atlas Cedar. It's woodsy, calming, and it just smells so luxurious. I cannot get enough. I love it. I want to encourage you to be a responsible consumer while not giving up your high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com forward slash HOD. Notes is giving our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using code HOD. That's code HOD at notescandle.com forward slash HOD. So that's the first question. Does anybody have a live calling question that they want to be brave enough to do right now? All right, we got Amanda live. What's up, girl? 
Hey, hey, sorry, I'm, this is off the fly, but I, I think I have a question. How do you, in a dating relationship, stay present and grounded with where you're at while also like evaluating and moving towards the future, if that makes sense? It's a yeah. great question. And are you talking about in the dating phase, not yes. in a committed, yeah. In the no, phase. in a committed relationship, sorry. Oh, in a committed relationship. Okay, cool. Got and it. is this as, in the context here is grounded as in not, anticipating and getting anxious about marriage uh getting excited about the future thinking about children is that kind of what you're yes yes like understanding that where's the fine line between like okay this is what i'm looking for this is what you're looking for and maybe we see that in each other but also not being like well i can't wait till we get married and have four kids and you know <laughs> that kind of deal yeah well let me just start off with he must be a special guy uh, for you to be asking this question, uh, I'd love to meet him and, uh, I'll let Kate kick off as far as an answer. It's a good question. You know, one thing I would just say in general, this is just a pro tip for guys out there. Um, and JJ learned from this is that never give a specific exact timeline in your relationship for when things are going to happen. So JJ said early on, yeah, like I think I would probably know if I want to marry you at six months. And so guess what? My internal clock started and at six months I'm like, so you want to marry me? We're going to have kids like all these questions. And he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I still need more time. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, you told me six months, you know, my mind went to that and I'm already starting, I'm getting a little ahead of myself because I'm like, well, he's still dating me at six months. This must mean we're going to, he's going to move towards engagement. And now I'm thinking about our wedding and I literally bring up a wedding conversation with him about um, the kind of French wedding that I wanted and that I wanted to get married in a French castle in the South of France. Okay. And he's literally like, um, um, I should not have given her that timeline. Right. And so I would say that, uh, first of all, in that regard, like never try to never give like an absolute timeline of like, oh yeah, I'll know by this date or something specific of that nature. Um, but that because, you know, there's general timelines that we give like, Hey, a great timeline, for example, uh, for how long you should date and be in a relationship before you get engaged is ideally one year. Now, people go and get engaged before that. People get yep. engaged after that. Timelines can just be dangerous because you don't necessarily always know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going to come up on their end. You don't know what's going to come up on your end. You don't know if your parent might pass away three months. Like That's why timelines are just tough because you don't have a crystal ball for the future. Yeah. Now, to your original question, though, staying yeah. grounded, say it's been three, four, five, eight months, you really like them. How do you stay grounded in the reality that it is still not guaranteed that you're going to marry this person? And the more you invest, the more you're going to be heartbroken. Yeah, I think that there's always that risk in love and relationships that there might be rejection. But something that I know you know, Amanda, from being in school of dating that we've taught is the pacing part of a relationship and the open vulnerability in layers like an onion. You want to do all of those things in layers through time. So when people are bringing up marriage and kids and their vision for the future at the beginning of a relationship, that's just way too much, especially if you find you're both aligned on the same page about everything and you're like, oh, this is great. This is perfect. Now I'm picturing our life together. Um, instead, I would say you want to have check-ins as you're dating to just say, where are we? Where, what do we 
still need to get to know about one another to continue to move forward. And for example, at the six month mark, when JJ very much said, hey, I still don't know yet. I was like, okay, that's fair. Then my question for you is, what are some questions you still want to get answered and that we can work towards figuring out together? Um, And then I asked myself, what questions do I still want answered? And so um, I knew where my heart was, that I was at a place at around six months personally where I would probably say yes to marry him. Because... You know, because <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> uh, but, you know, then he's like, oh, I don't know yet. And I'm like, oh, gosh. OK, so my anxious attachment style was like ah, flared up for a moment because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be rejected and abandoned. And oh, my gosh, why did I think that this was happening? Um, and that was me and my own trigger that I had to calm down. But in, once I could, then I could ask him the question, OK, that's OK. Totally fine that you're there. What other things do you think it's important to get to know or what are the things would be valuable for you in this relationship as we move forward to either do together or figure out? I think those are the questions that are more important to ask and figure out um, at different points throughout the dating relationship. Uh, you know, having those check-ins, where do you stand? Where do like, and sharing where I stand. And then also like, as you get more serious, what do we need to know? Like, where is the end point here? Like, where are we leading? Is this leading towards a yes? Is this leading towards a no? What questions do we still need to figure out in order to find that out? Um, It can be really hard to not get ahead of yourself. Like, it really can be. But um, especially for somebody like me, a hopeless romantic, that's just like, "Ah, always dreamt of those things. But I think that if if you try to pace it as well as you can, in these ways, you're going to be much better off than having all the conversations up front and picturing everything together from the very beginning. Uh, the only thing I would add, because that was an amazing answer and not to be the Holy Spiritual one here, <laughs> but seriously, a great prayer from the first date until the last one, till the day you get married, is this, God, would you make this abundantly clear to me and him separately if this is what you have for us mm-hmm. or not? And praying that prayer from the very beginning is um, adhering to reality that this could work out or not. I'm grounded in the reality from the beginning that this very well might not work out and that's okay with me. I've not put all my eggs into the basket that this has to work out for me to be happy. Amen. I'm satisfied from the beginning, from the first date to the last date, and my identity does not depend on this. So I think praying that prayer is an amazing heart posture and great way to stay grounded. And hey, God, you got this, not me. I'm going to look to you for discernment on a yes and a no, and I'm going to pray that yes and no equally. I'm not going to let my flesh, my heart, my hope weigh in on a yes more than a no. I'm not going to be as disappointed and as much as possible stay grounded in that just oak tree, that root of God and his word and his goodness and his plan. I think that goes similar to what I've I've said in the past to you about checking in with yourself as a personal litmus test on if this relationship ended tomorrow would I be shattered? And it's not that you wouldn't be heartbroken or like have to grieve, but it's like, would this shatter my entire world? Because if it would, then you've probably invested a little bit too much in this working out. Totally. And even at that point of six months with JJ and I, when he was like, you know, I'm still not sure yet. That was a good check in for me of like, okay, am I put, have I put a little too much like in the fact that this is like thinking that this is going to happen 
what do I need to do? Not necessarily to pull back from my connection with him, but to just like recalibrate myself to make sure I'm not over invested in this 100% working out. So how was that short answer? <laughs> it was great. Thank you. It was really good. I appreciate yeah. it. Great question. Thanks, Amanda. This was Thank awesome. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> you did a great job answering that. Did you breathe in that whole entire time? <laughs> I don't know if I did. <laughs> well, so it's just I felt very personal about it. I'm like I'm yeah. reliving like the experience of, you know, over investing myself in past relationships and having to try not to get so ahead totally. of myself. Totally. I mean, you have been even in our relationship, we both had those moments and experiences. How would you handle seeing someone that you used to date and or be in a relationship with, but it didn't work out and you're seeing them in person? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) great question. So basically, what do you do when you were dating or potentially in a relationship with someone, it didn't work out and then you're seeing them again? Well, this is the ultimate question for breakups, is it not? Listen. uh, (laughs) Haha, we know whose question it was in the chat. Guys, listen. Put on your sunglasses, throw up your hood, and tighten it with the drawstrings and just walk out of the room, okay? (laughs) Every time you see him, just put on your disguise, (laughs) put your head down, and get out. I have have one embarrassing story about this. All right, guys. Well, I know we cut you off, but if you want to see the rest, just join us in our Patreon community for as low as $5 $5 a month. You can go to patreon.com forward slash heart of dating. We had the best time doing that live interview, like our live Q&A. Wasn't that so cool? I, I actually think those were some of the best questions we've been asked. I know they were so great. And we had a few people come up. It was just such a fun time. We got to chat with yes. people. I would love to keep doing those in the future. Yeah, I would love to as well. So, so. slam dunk first time. Yeah. All right, let's go. Anyway, we love y'all and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.